Welcome, Raider fans, to the Raider Nation podcast, and this is Charger Week. Yes, that's right, Charger Week. We got to build it up. We got to make it count. We got to come out strong on the sold out game on Monday Night Football. Yes, sold out, way out. Good luck getting tickets, except for, of course, our ticket winners, Mac Bergdorf of Clyde, New York, is coming to the season opener. Yes, he had appendicitis, just like Roethlisberger had surgery, uh, and he won tickets. What a recovery. He said he'd make it here if he had to crawl here, and we can't wait to meet him for, of course, the Raider Nation video cast, which is coming to you live right there on our website. Uh, Rennie put together a very cool thing. You should check it out. It's Raider Nation video cast. We'll be video casting from each and every tailgate. We'll be video casting the ticket giveaway. Uh, Raider Rick, of course, my family will be there. Randy uh, will be pottying down at the Coliseum for the Raiders games at home. And hopefully we'll get one away game this year. We're going to try to do that on the video cast, try to make it a first. And, of course, something we do every season. Welcome to the show, show 94, and boy, do we got a lot to talk about. So today's show, let me just tell you about it. This is my house. Doug Gabriel sails away. So what's going on with the wide receivers? That's one story. The depth chart, we're going to go over the depth chart because uh, we have to see who's playing and what's happening. There's some surprises there. And, of course, the Chargers pregame. And we'll just go over that, too. And we'll talk about the Chargers podcast because they have a podcast. The team has a podcast. And, boy, this guy here, he's an exciting guy. I, uh... (laughs) It's tough to listen to him, boy. It's really tough because he's monotone. I don't know where they got him. Uh, it's kind of cool. It kind of encompasses the whole team, monotone. And we, we'll go over the Frapper map, of course, and the comments forum. And Randy says, no! <laughs> he always says that because I always hack it up. And what can I say? And a little bit of Raider news here. We have Starks is back on the roster. Dwayne Starks made it back, and they got rid of uh, Hiram Eugene. Uh, which I don't know who he was in the first place. Matter of fact, one of the forums I went to, they were asking, who is this guy and why do we keep him? Well, evidently, he's a D-back and they didn't need him. Starks did a great job in preseason. He's a good player, he's a veteran, he's on the older side, but he's not hurt and he plays well. He hits hard, he's a good player. So when they cut him, I was blown away. Anyways, I wanted to say that because that's some good news on the Raiders roster And let me just say, right now, I'm going to just say it because I didn't do a podcast because I was very emotional about the uh, Gabriel training. Uh, The Gabriel trade was just unforeseen. And this Raider fan, I'm just telling you me because I tell you guys exactly what I feel. And I'm telling you, I was blown away in a negative kind of way. Uh, There's a lot of people putting the positive spin, keeping me you know, in touch with the positive side of the force. But, uh, you know, I just think it was a shame not to have played at least somebody in that slot during the preseason if they thought they were going to get rid of him. 
The problem I have with that thing is, and I'm going to tell you right now, well, let's just get into the story <laughs> because I'm already getting into the story. Uh, the Gabriel trade, what about our wide receivers? Well, like I said, the Gabriel trade, if they got a fifth round for him, that's tragic. That is absolutely tragic because Gabriel was a gamer. He was a good wide receiver. And people dog him, and he dropped some balls. Yes, sir, he did. And, but the plays he made were tremendous. And a big upside because he's young, and he's learning, and he's strong. And, you know, we're going to see him do great things with the Patriots. I hope it doesn't come back to haunt us for sure. You know, like the Marcus Allen thing, which was a little different. But you know what I'm saying. Very, very upset about that trade. Now, the interesting thing here is, let's look at the rest of our wide receivers and check out what's happening with them. Now, they put Alvis Witted as the number two slot receiver next to Randy Moss. So he's going to be on the other side. Alvis Witted. Now, I don't know about you, but he hasn't shown me Jack. Alvis Witted doesn't do shit. Excuse me, but I'm getting a little emotional about these roster changes because Alvis Witted doesn't deserve a shot. Johnny Morant deserves a shot. Alvis Witted has had his chance in the sun and blown it. So that flips me out about that roster move. And we'll just, it remains to be seen what happens here. But Johnny Morant's third receiver. And Porter is in the third receivers too. So, you know, I hope they know what they're doing with this Alvis Witted thing because I just don't think he's that talented. I think Porter's much better and they should give Moran a chance because he's been here longer. So, long story short, that's kind of what's happening with our receiving core. And here's what's going on with Curry. Curry's still not 100%. He's been playing, but remember last season when he got hurt again with the same injury, he was just running a regular route, nothing big, didn't get hit and pop. So Curry is very tentative, you know, still, this is a career-ending injury that he had. So I want this guy to do good. I love Curry, man. I love this kid, and I want him to go injury-free. But it worries me in the back of my mind. That's all I'm saying. That was one of the things with the Gabriel trade. And then Carlos Francis on the IR, he's injured. He's got a knee, I think. So, you know, he was a good receiver, too. And here he is, injury, and that's hurt us again. Who else do we have? We have Randy Moss, prolific receiver, the best in the NFL, as has been said, and I have to agree. We're going to depend a lot on our tight ends this season, folks. And you know what? I have a real positive look on this whole thing. Anyways, with the Doug Gabriel thing, uh, if they traded for a fifth round, I'd have to tell you that I'd be pissed because it's a crapshoot. It's a crapshoot. The draft, the draft is a crapshoot. And the opportunity that you have to pick up a diamond like a Jerry Rice or, you know, I could go on and on and on. Uh, Irvin, go on and on. And and then you have all the guys that flop out, way more flops than, than tops. I'll tell you that right now. So it's interesting how we got a fifth round draft choice for a guy who is uh, on the way up. All I got to say is, uh, Doug Gabriel, man, uh, as Robert Moorhead likes to call you, Doug Peter Gabriel, great guy. We 
all Raider fans, there's not been a negative thing said about you as far as your character goes. You're A1, man. We're going to miss you here in the Raider Nation. Good luck. I have to tell you, man, we're going to miss your receptions because you got some talent, my friend. Absolutely. Okay, let's go over the death chart because that, you know, this whole thing about putting uh, Witted next is, it, it freaks me out. And I'm going to be quite honest with you, it freaks me out. And uh, the reason it freaks me out so much is that the Raiders have done some pretty unusual things with their trades and the like with this Gabriel thing. It's kind of freaking me out. Uh, they brought Starks back. Uh, they, they got Jeff George in there. I mean, everything just seemed to go very smoothly into the preseason, the mini camps, and right into regular training camp. It was looking good. The preseason was going well. I was feeling very strong, as was the rest of the nation, about the Raiders. And then here comes Jeff George signing. What? And then the trade. And then you're looking now at the wide receiver, Alvis Wittes, his first position. I'm blown away. I'm blown away. I hope he does a good job. Good thing about this is we can always change him out. Give him a chance. What the heck? So let's look at our first team offense. Of course, Randy Moss, followed by uh, Ronald Curry on that side. Uh, left tackle, Gallery, of course, backed up by Chad Slaughter. Left guard, Barry Sims. Corey Husley is probably going to be um, our center is what I think, because we're, we're still having problems with um, Jake Grove. I think he's still going to be injured. So he might, Husley, I think, is going to go in for Jake on the San Diego game. Paul McQuiston, of course, Langston Walker. Courtney Anderson, a tight end. Yes, man, I'm glad he's first. Randy Williams and James Atkinson follow. And, of course, wide receiver Alvis Witted, big question mark for me, followed by Porter and then Morant. Aaron Brooks, Andrew Walter, Marcus is still with us. There you go, man. Fullback, Zach Crockett's in first slot in front of Jean-Paul Fouchier. I love saying that, Jean-Paul. JP, they call him in, in the locker room. Of course, our running back, Lamont Jordan, Justin Fargus, and Rashard Lee, man. I'm looking for some things from this guy. I'm looking for Rashard to get in there and do some business. So I hope it's not on an injury situation, but I hope he gets to play. Uh, Justin's got to get it together and run better. I think he has been. So let's see some more to him. And let's go to the defensive side with Tyler Brayton, of course, is at defensive end, which he should be, followed by Lance Johnstone in the same position. Nose tackle is Sap, of course. Defensive tackle, Tommy Kelly. DE is Derek Burgess and Kevin Huntley on that side. Wow. That's pretty wild. Uh, outside linebacker Sam Williams and then Grant Irons. Man, I still don't understand why they got rid of Ryan Riddle and Grant Irons is there at linebacker position because Riddle is much faster and a vicious tackler. So anyways, maybe Grant's supposed to be the run guy. Who knows? But linebacker is, of course, Kirk Morrison, followed by Robert Thomas. Uh, outside linebacker on the other side, Thomas Howard, of course, and uh, Namdi Asamoah. Uh, at corner, at left cornerback and right cornerback Fabian Washington, uh, safety Michael Huff, and Stuart Swagger as a free safety. And Jared Cooper is in there. Jared, Derek Gibson, thank goodness, got moved to the back. He was in front of Michael Huff. I couldn't believe that at all. Fabian Washington's playing very, very good. And, well, there you go. There you have it. 
Uh, let's go into the Charger pregame, shall we? Welcome to the Black Hole. 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 Okay, well, you know what? It is the showdown in Oaktown on Monday night, 7 o'clock. 715 Ashley. Man, oh man, you got to be there in that parking lot. Because let me tell you, we are gonna be rocking. It is the first game of the season. Our dreaded enemies, the San Diego Chargers, are coming into town, and we gotta take it to them, man. We gotta take it to them. We gotta take the hickory to them, if you know what I'm saying. Because they're coming to our town. They've beat us five times in a row. We cannot make it six. We cannot make it six. And we need the Raider Nation out there to make it happen. Well, they've punked us. And and I mean punked us pretty good. And I don't like to talk about that stuff. But I'll tell you what. We got to get real. We got to get real right now. And if this is the Shell era, this is our first AFC game, AFC West game. And Art's got to come out and make a statement. Here's what's going to happen. My prediction, we are going to come out and we're going to stuff LeBamian Tomlinson. You know what? I'll tell you what right now. Art Shell will take nothing less than victory on Monday. Art Shell and the Oakland Raiders will be so pumped up with the nation in hand and the fans going froth crazy at the mouth freaking out left and right the black hole out of control that's what i'm talking about right there raider nation in the coliseum on monday night come on bolts with no nuts come on chargeless come on into the black hole of the raiders We have to stop the run. It's plain and simple. I truly believe we can do it this time because of our secondary. Our secondary is going to be key to taking Damian Tomlinson's game away from him. And let's not forget the Phillip Rivers phenomena. Phillip Rivers had three, count them, three fumbles in one pregame. Now, this was without the dominant Raider defense that we have this season. I will tell you that our defense is going to come out so nasty, so mean, so vicious that there's going to be some serious injury going down in the Coliseum. Our defense is going to be brutal. And I'll tell you right now, it's going to show on the field. And the fans, I'm telling you, as fans, you got to be out there. I know I'm getting off the point, but I'm getting pumped. I'm so pumped for this game. Okay, so let's look at this now. I, I checked out Boltcast and Charger Ray, and Charger Ray is just not worth the energy. Um, there's some great things. <laughs> there's a fan on the website who went and, and checked out their website, and I'll, I'll talk to you about that when we get to the comments section of the Renovation Podcast. But as it stands right now, Chargers linebacker Steve Foley shot three times by an off-duty cop at 3.30 a.m. Nothing, my fellow Raider fans, nothing happens good at 3.30 in the morning. There is nothing good that happens and nothing good that goes down 
at 3.30 in the morning. If you're on the road at 3.30 in the morning, there's an issue. Uh, that's all I got to say, because that's the way it is. And obviously for Steve Foley, it was a huge issue. Uh, not, needless to say, he will not be playing, and that takes one of their linebackers out. Um, not to say that I'm, I wish on the guy, I, I wish him all the best, but uh, that's not good. Um, not good at all. And also, uh, left tackle uh, Grogan, Groden, he's a pretty big part of their uh, offense. He's off. Roman Ullman, uh offensive tackle, is uh, is going to be out for six weeks. So they've got some injuries. Oh, the left tackle's defensive tackle, Gordon. The Damien was hurt. Rivers was hurt, his shoulder. Uh, so those are some of the injuries of the Chargers. We can think about those. I don't know how good, how bad they are, but they did get injured. Now, the San Diego Tribune came out with an article that said, uh, no worries about Moss. And you know that this is the best thing about football. This is the best thing about being a Raider fan when you discover these little nuggets of pleasure. And I call them nuggets of pleasure because they're nuggets that explode in a refreshing pleasure after we kick their ass. Right? Well, this is the kind of stuff I love. They're not worrying about Moss, and it's great when Moss gets to read this himself. When Moss gets to hear a fact about, uh, the Chargers don't care about you. They're not worried. Their defense can take care of you. They did it before. Well, that's a great motivator, don't you think? Well, that what should motivate is Anderson. Because if Anderson can get out there as a tight end and make those inside over the center slant passes, then we'll be five and ten in them all day long. And, uh, of course, the occasional touchdown pass to Randy Moss on the game would be just glorious as well. I love those articles. I can't wait to read it on Tuesday. We're not going to be playing Marty Ball this game. We won't be playing Art Ball. Uh, Marty has been having his way with the Oakland Raiders, but guess what? Art Shell is back, and you're coming into his backyard, and he is the Junkyard Dog. And he's going to come after your ass, Marty, and take a piece of your pants. And that's all I got to say. Maybe a little flesh along with that. Even the uh, the San Diego fans, I'll tell you, they are such... This is what the San Diego Nation or Charger Nation or all these other weak-ass Charger fan sites. Because I'll tell you, the Charger fans are... They're weak. And here's an example. On their site, yes, the... Chargers' own website, the Chargers team website, they have a poll. Uh, No, it's on the San Diego Tribune. Excuse me, let me correct this. San Diego Tribune, they have a poll, and it says, you know, it asks, how do you think the Chargers will do this season? It says go to the Super Bowl, win the AFC Championship, AFC West, or not make the playoffs. And I clicked on it, and of course I voted not make the playoffs, but 41% said not make the playoffs. 41%, the highest percentage of all the possibilities. And that is Charger Fan. That is Charger Fan doing his deal. That is Charger Fan sitting on the couch and waiting for his team to make the playoffs before Charger Fan gets off his ass and goes and buys a ticket to a game. Charger Fan will buy a ticket to the game, a season ticket package, and then Charger Fan will sell those tickets to Raider Fan or Eagles fan, or Giants fan, etc., etc. That's 
Charger fan. And what can I say? Charger Ray? Charger Ray is just a puss. And that's all I got to say about that. If you're listening to Charger Ray, that's it. Now, LaDamian Tomlinson, an article I was reading that he wrote, uh, it wasn't an article he wrote, but it was, he was in, and he was quoted as saying, I always love playing the Oakland Raiders. I've done very well against them. Well, no doubt. Five 100-yard games, I would say so. Um, and that's what I'm talking about here. The Oakland Raiders need to stop LT, and if they stop LT, then Phillip Rivers will be the canary in the cage being taken down the shaft to be gassed by the Raiders. I just think that the Oakland Raiders this game will come out big. You know, call me a typical Raider fan. Call me a Raider freak. Call me whatever you want. I'm just telling you that this team is ready to play some football. I'm telling you that this team is a team that is inspired to play on Monday night. So let's see. Let us go to the Raider Nation podcast forum. Yes, Randy, we got to do it. do it and let me remind you fans get on that frapper map man we're stuck at 134 i want to see some more fans there's got to be more fans than that out there come on man put some effort into it get on it and uh take care of business and that means getting your mug on there because i like seeing you guys it's cool to see the raider nation and other fans i'm telling you i mean i can't be the only fan likes to see other fans across the the nation if you're living in you know you know bung you know, if you're living up in China, you're living in South Carolina, living in New Hampshire, wherever you are, get a picture. Get a picture like that one there I got here of uh, Mac Bergdorf right there in the middle of Eagles country. I think that is awesome with the Raider stuff on. That is awesome. So check that out, man. Get on that. And um, that's all I got to say about that. Get on that Frapper Mac because it's fun. It's fun to see you guys. Let's go see what the comments have to say. Who's commenting and what are they saying? Here we go. I will have to say this. I will have to say my good friend, Nilbilly Boy, is back in the house. And I love it. I love it. Nilbilly Boy is back and we'll be seeing him on some more videos. Now I'm going to try to do this take and I'm going to try to do the best I can, Nilbilly. But don't hold it against me, brother. Nil Billy is online. The road to Easy Street goes through the sewer, boys. We have been dwelling in the filth of Turner, the excrements of Callahan, and the garbage of the unaccountable, underachieving, big-salaried junior varsity players. I've been studying this team from afar, and I'm convinced Shell's program is all about bringing back the commitment to excellence. Enough is enough. Time to bring the pain. Anyone not on board, we'll see you next time around with our foot in your arse. Who wants some? I love this guy. Niles, you're, you're awesome. I'm the last one to be a Pollyanna and call out 
and call out a 10-6 and record with a playoff win. But I am saying the Raiders are playing four quarters every week and they have to answer to number 78. Taking a tour through the NFC West should be good for three wins. The AFC North for two. We need to pack the lunch pail and go to work on the division protecting our house for another three and then let the chips fall where they may. Getting eight wins is very real, and making life hell for the rest of the NFL is what this season is all about. Right on. I'm sure I chopped that up pretty good, but man, that's awesome. The nil Billy has been working as hard in the preseason as the boys have been on the field. I'm up to two packs of menthols a day, three shots of sour mash, number seven for breakfast, been perfecting my tri-tip seasoning and have been bench pressing to hell's bells with pictures of my favorite <laughs> bitches, Charger Ray and Chief, running your pants and Bronco Redneck Philly. <laughs> oh, gosh. I love that we're kicking off this 06 campaign with a party in the biggity biggity O against the nasty AFC rival. It's our time to get serious right quick and in a hurry. I smell chicken and it spells Philip Rivers. Right on, Nil Billy. Nil Billy boy, man, you are awesome. Please come to the video. You must be there. Nil Billy boy was awesome last season. And you'll check the video section out because he's in there too. Uh, Raider Rick comes in next with Nil Billy boy. Welcome back. Great to hear from you again. I hope you see you at the tailgate opening night. Looking forward to a little forum shiva to the gullet. Side note, the Saints signed Danny Clark today, and the Eagles signed Zach Diopisopo. Yes, that's true. That did happen, and there you go. Randy just noticed uh, Sean from the Raider take um, about Alvis Witted. The speedster wins the number two spot. Hope he turns out more like Cliff Branch than James Jett. <laughs> Curry and Porter, number two on the depth chart. Well, you know you know how I feel about Alvis Wooded. I, I can't tell you anymore. That's how I feel. And, of course, Raider Rick feels the same way about Alvis Wooded. Sorry, fellas, but I have to say I don't think Wooded is the skills for a number two. He has not even shown any flashes of brilliance since being a Raider. Absolutely. He's sure he has speed, however... He's not a playmaker or a difference maker. He really didn't do much preseason either. He dropped more passes than I expected. Number two, I say Porter uh, on the field and get rid of his ass. If I pay him to be on the bench, Morant is my choice for number two, which is mine too. I have to agree. Uh, let the guy play. At least um, he's always done a good job in preseason. I know it's only preseason, but I need to remind you of there are others in the league that have never had a chance and if they didn't have a chance, they wouldn't be able to get there. Think Brady would, and Warner as number two come to mind quickly. I hate them, but uh, they got their chance, and you have to give them their props. And that's true. And those guys got a chance. And I think Johnny Morant, you know, even though I'm upset about the Gabriel trade, Johnny Morant, I, you guys heard me about him before. He's the man. Watch him play. I hope they let him play because he'll blow Alvis with it away. Totally. Because he, he'll do it because he's a gamer. Huff Pencil is a starter. Thank goodness, because I didn't want Gibson in there either. Thank goodness. Um, I hope it stays that way, because Gibson is a bust. I believe it's New York Tommy Raider comes in. Still puzzled. I'm still shaking my head over the Gabriel trade. And Witted starting? What the 
I'll still be scribbing my face off on Monday. Absolutely, you will be, and I will be too. Um, see, a lot of people, eh, that uh, Gabriel trade did not sit well with anybody, I do not think. Um, I just don't think so. For a fifth round, ugh, I, I can't get over it. i got to shut up. Raider, 1138 Monday. So we start to make all of these changes to our wide receiver cores right before I come back to my first home game. Hope practice gets everyone on the same page before we face the chargeless. I don't want my first trip to Mecca to be my first and my first seat in the black hole to be a situation where our offense isn't able to come together. Man, Raider 1138, I hope we have an ass-kicking game. Uh, just for you, man, that black hole is going to be rocking hard. I'm telling you, you're going to be standing on your seat all game long. And I'm talking all game long. And uh, that's awesome, man. It won't be. Just go and enjoy the game. Enjoy the moment. Enjoy the time in the Raider Nation. It's awesome. Daniel Wheatley writes, Bulltalk.com. So I accepted Raider Greg's challenge. I went behind enemy lines today. Unfortunately, I had to register on their site in order to post a comment on the forum. But to start a fire, you got to get burned a little once in a while. <laughs> Let me tell you, those fans are either very confident or very worried. There's a lot of usual Raider sucks going on. But let's get a few of our guys in there and we'll shut down their own site. Just one member of the Raider Nation trying to do my part. Right on, Daniel, baby! Right on, man! That's good, man. Good for you. Right on. You went behind enemy lines. Okay, so here's two things that they said. Fader Nation from Thumper. Okay, well, there's a brutal name that I'd be terrified of. This is from Thumper. Wow, ignorance really is bliss, dude. So... Who are you going to take with you to the first overall pick next year? Ha, ha, ha. That's coming from a Chargeless fan. Uh, okay, here's another one. Hey, Fader Nation. Great to see you guys up there for the sixth straight arse whooping. Sorry, I don't see how your O has improved with Mr. Pass to the rear as your QB. I expect a good game, though. Our two teams hardly ever disappoint when playing one another. Yeah, they do. They hardly do, too. That's Charger Fan with half a brain. Um, Charger Fan, I told you all about Charger Fan, and that's, that's Charger Fan right there, I told you. Okay, so here comes CNY Raider Fan. Wide receiver worries. I'm a little worried about Alvis being the number two, but I have a question. Is everybody else in the wide receiver scheme in their same positions as the death chart? I had... No idea to really look at it until Gabe left. So then it's only one person in a new position instead of four that I count. Why is Alvis Witted there? <laughs> Just a thought. I don't know why he's there, brother. We're going to find out on Monday. Um, I hope they made a, a good move by putting him there because uh, I'll tell you right now, I'm not real happy about that move. Okay, that's enough. Casper the Friendly Ghost, Chargers suck. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I'm ready to watch Randy Moss dismantle the Chargers. Well, I am too, man, and I am ready. I am ready to have the doggone game start like this afternoon. I am pumped up. It's Thursday. It's opening season for the NFL 2006 season, 
and we got some football. I'm so glad to be there. I can't wait to see this next game, our first game of the season on Monday night. Okay, fans, if you're there, this is Charger Week, man. Get out there, wear your stuff, get in their face. If you see a Charger fan, get in their face, go to their websites, bombard them with your Raiderness. Start making some comments. I mean, uh, just get on it because uh, we got to make this happen. It's it is that we want them to know. You know what I want, Raider Nation? I'd love them to know that the Raider Nation is alive and that we're on them. Because Charger fan on his couch selling his ticket on eBay is going to get to look at his websites and go, "Wow, we're getting punked by all these Raider fans." It would be beautiful, beautiful thing. I know it's silly, but oh well, I'm silly. Well, thank you for listening to the Raider Nation podcast, and we will be going to the game. Next thing you will hear will be the game. We'll be doing a video. We'll be seeing all kinds of friends. It'll be fun, awesome time had by all, and we need to pull out a victory here. Thank you for listening to the Raider Nation podcast. I am your host, Raider Greg, and I am...